Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I have four tips to reduce anxious conflict. And this is going along with the symptoms of inner peace that you have heard me talk about in previous episodes. So today is symptom of inner peace number five, which is, and I quote, a loss of interest in conflict. Again, the author of these is unknown, but still very much appreciated. And again, these symptoms of inner peace, there are 12 of them, and I will just read quickly through the 12, and then we'll get talking about the four tips to reduce anxious conflict, because I want you to hear these over and over again. If you hear them every once in a while, you're going to start to notice, oh yeah, I used to feel like I could never get there with that one, but I am there now. And the reason is because I read these on a very regular basis over and over again when I was struggling and I loved when I could see that I had finally reached one or two or three or more of these. And so if we don't take that moment to kind of check in and see if we're getting there, we won't, we won't know all of the great work that we have done. So again, today's is a loss of interest in conflict. But the first one is a tendency to think and act spontaneously rather than from fears based on past experiences. Number two is an unmistakable ability to enjoy each moment. Third, a loss of interest in judging others. Fourth, a loss of interest in judging self. Fifth, today's, a loss of interest in conflict. Sixth, a loss of interest in interpreting the actions of others. Seventh, a loss of ability to worry. Eighth, frequent overwhelming episodes of appreciation. Ninth, contented feelings of connectedness with others and with nature. Tenth, Frequent attacks of smiling through the heart. Eleventh, increasing susceptibility to kindnesses offered and the uncontrollable urge to reciprocate. And twelfth, an increasing tendency to allow things to unfold rather than resisting and manipulating. So here we are at the fifth a loss of interest in conflict. And doesn't that sound good? I mean, most people with anxiety think that we already have no interest in conflict, right? (laughs) I'm with you on that. We're like conflict adverse. We don't want to be anywhere near conflict. A lot of our people-pleasing behaviors may come up to avoid conflict And we think, well, conflict just seems to find me. I'm not looking for it. I have no interest in it. But 
Once again, the way to peace and calm is an inside job. It's not about the outside. It's about the inside and the events and the trials that we have in our internal world is where we want to be focusing. Not so much with the external world of people, places, and things. Our state of mind or our consciousness is where we deal with conflict, not our circumstances. So we may be people placing all over the place and we are eliminating external or circumstantial conflict, but we still have internal conflict. And when we can perceive a situation from internally being calm and centered, and from that common centered perspective, we will have no desire to add more waves than necessary. So on the other side of the coin, when we are in fear and we are all worked up with stress and anxiety, we are apt to whip up a bigger surf from our doubts and unresolved inner conflicts. So again, we may be people pleasing on the outside and trying to smooth things over so there is no external conflict, but we still have so much internal conflict. And this is where we want to be reducing our anxious conflicts. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Some of the sources of our conflict internally comes from old habits or knee-jerk reactions, right? Things that we just do habitually. Finding our breath residing in the present moment can remind us that there is another way. So mindfulness can remind us that there is another way, one that needs not add more ripples in this water. We do not need to churn it up. We can learn over time to make a choice. Mindfulness gives us the space to make that choice rather than us reacting from our old habits of our knee-jerk reaction. 
and I do have four tips to help you reduce anxious conflict and to bring you more symptoms of inner peace. Now let's get on with our four tips to reduce anxious conflict. I'd like you to try a few of these yourself. And always let me know if you tried. I love when I get the email and people are saying they will even remember the episode and the tip and how well it worked. I love when you do that. And if you feel to, please send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I feel like I am talking to you and thinking about you being out there listening. And so it would be kind of cool if you want to write something back and let me know how you are doing. So the first one is, when you notice feelings of anger, fear, or defensiveness, right? Defensiveness is one that we sometimes, we don't equate it with our anxiety, but it is totally a part of the whole thing. Or it could be rage. You know, this is something that I see people come up with a lot is they do not think about their anger or their rage as part of their anxiety. We often think of anxiety as hand wringing and, you know, the more meek side of it where we are worry warts or always overly concerned about things. But that coin has two sides to it. And anger and rage are definitely a part of the anxiety family of feelings. So when you notice feelings of anger, fear, defensiveness, or rage arising in you, Let this be a signal for you to come back to the present moment and choose differently. This is where we begin to make our anxiety, symptoms, and sensations be a part of our healing. They become the red flags. They become the signal to come back to the present moment and make a different choice. I have often gotten a very visceral notification of when I was about to say something that would probably not be the right thing to say, whether it was something that would harm another or harm myself, I would get this feeling, this feeling up and down my spine in my back. And I learned over the years, I started getting this decades ago, and I learned over time to really pay attention to that. I was being protected and giving an opportunity to make a different choice. Like I could have just continued on and said the thing, but when I would get that feeling, it would be my signal, my red flag, like, hey, do you really want to do this? Like, you could, you got a moment here, you got a breath, take them maybe make a different choice. And it has been awesome. It has really kept me on a path that I am very happy that I have been following. So use your anger, your fear, your defensiveness or rage. Use that as a signal, a signal that is saying, wait, you get to make another choice. And so it becomes a part of your healing. You don't need to be afraid of it anymore. It's just a signal. The second one is I want you to let your breath be the place that you come to to center yourself for a moment when these old defenses begin to arise. So you feel it coming up 
And where do I go now? What do I do? Well, you want to get present. You want to come. And where can you be present? Where no matter where you are or what you're doing, you can be present by noticing your breath. There is a reason that meditation masters over all of the time have used the breath as an anchor. We always have it with us. It is no one has to go out and buy one. It is there. Use it. It is ever present. So let your breath be the place that you come to to center yourself for just a moment when those old defenses begin to arise. The third one I have is use your meditation practice as the place that you deepen this ability to be in the present moment. And then take it out into the world with you. So we don't just use our mindfulness and our meditation practice as something to cross off our to-do list every day. It's something that we practice and it begins to be the place where we deepen our ability to be present. And the more that we practice it there on the cushion or on your walking path, on your walking lane in your house, the hallway, or laying down meditation as you're falling asleep at night, what you do is you begin to take that practice that has become so deeply ingrained in you and you take it out into the world with you. And this is how you can begin to reduce anxious conflict. You are taking that deep place that you go to on the meditation cushion out into the world with you. The fourth one that I have is I want you to remember that your state of consciousness is more important than what is happening around you. Your response flows out of your state. So it is more important what is whirling around inside you, what kind of a state of consciousness you are in, then what is happening around you. This is kind of interesting. A lot of people feel like, oh no, what does that mean? Like it can feel like more pressure on you, right? But it can also be freeing because you are no longer defenseless as to what is going on all around you. Chaos. You have that place inside you, your own state of consciousness from which your responses flow that is how you are living, not by the circumstances. There will always be circumstances in life that, number one, you have no control over, and number two, that keep changing. You figure one thing out, and then it's something else. I am experiencing this in my own life. There are all of these stressors that keep piling on. They keep piling on, and when my state is good. When I have started my day, I noticed this the other day when I meditated in the morning, even though I had a difficult day, it was, it was difficult. There were many challenges. I was in a very different state than I was the next day when I didn't meditate in the morning and thought I would do it later in the day. And, you know, it's in the back of your head. Oh, I'm going to do it a little later. Just let me finish this one more thing. And I 
kept putting it off in more stressors, more stressors, just like the other day, but I was not in as good a state. I had not set up my day for being in a place where my responses were flowing out of a good state of consciousness. So I want you to take that and I know I'm going to try to do my meditation earlier now because it really served me. It was very clear, very black and white. Like, this is working if you do it earlier for how you are feeling on these extremely stressful days with this interesting time that you are having in your life right now. And we will all have that. That's the point. We cannot control what is outside. There will be chaos around us. There will be things that we don't want around us, but our own internal state of consciousness is what is of utmost importance because all of our responses flow out of that. So take good care to have a good state. And those tips should help you reduce the anxious conflict that is going on inside of you, within you. And again, once those conflicts are settled down and you are no longer dealing with them, again, you are in a better state of consciousness and everything you do out in your life will be different. Everything flows from that state of consciousness. I hope this has been helpful for you and I so appreciate you being here with me and I look forward to hearing from you. Anxiety Coaches Podcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. Conflict is drama, and how people deal with conflict shows you the kind of people they are. And that's from Stephen Moyer. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.